We are now recording. We are live. But not live, really. We're just recording. Right? Yeah. <laughs> this is the Upper Class Podcast. Welcome to episode 9 of the Upper Class Podcast. We're so glad that you guys are here joining us for 9 weeks in a row where we have been shut down and locked out and I'm happy to announce, I'm so happy to announce, this is our last week meeting with Zoom. Give me a cheer something co-host. Yes! <laughs> yeah, that's Yay. good. It's good. I'm just so stoked. Okay. Uh, I, we'll get more into this later in the show, but uh, because of circumstances, we are going to be able to record the podcast in person in the Calvary Max Studios. Super glad to bring that news to you guys so you can expect the quality of these to go up after today's episode. Unfortunately, we're still recording using Zoom right now, so please forgive any technical difficulties or uh, audio errors. Anyway... I'm joined here today on episode 9 with Abby. Abby, why don't you introduce yourself for the listeners who don't know you? Hi guys, my name is Abby. Um, I have been at Calvary Mac for as long as I can remember. Um, I'm sometimes a leader at church, but not lately since we're in quarantine. It's sad, I know. And um, I'm really excited to do this podcast with you guys today because it's been a while. Hey, Abby, once a leader, always a leader, all right? Yep. Yeah, okay. That's good. Thanks for the feedback on that. <laughs> I'm also joined over Zoom with uh, Mr. Tristan Carlson. Tristan, introduce yourself for those who may not know you. Hi, everybody. Um, Brian just said my name. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I go to the upper class youth group and I lead worship sometimes. I'm also a leader there and I just like coming there because it's fun. So great. And uh, today, a little bit smaller cast than normal. There's just the three of us, but it's going to be three times as fun. Right, guys? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know how that math works. But it, it, you, know, you know what I always say? The more, the dumber. Yep. That's what you always say. I've heard you say that so many times. Yeah. That's what you're I've never about. heard him say that. It's going to be on his headstone when he dies someday. <laughs> the more, the dumber. Well, Anyway, in case you're wondering why a youth group has a podcast, in case somehow you do not know, all in-person ministry got shut down in early April, and ever since then, we have been doing a podcast in place of our normal youth group events. So that means youth group wasn't canceled, it was just displaced into another dimension over an electronic interface over the airwaves. So we've been doing a podcast in place of youth group. We want you guys to listen to this and then talk about it with your friends. So go ahead, listen to this episode, ring up a friend, have them listen to it too, and then call them up and talk about the questions at the end that we will provide for you. You can find those questions on the Upper Class Instagram. That is Calvary Mac underscore Upper Class. 
Am I right? I believe that's right. Okay. Sounds about right. I want to get it wrong. Anyway, <laughs> it's super important that through this time of physical isolation, we stay connected together. We stay supporting each other, challenging each other, and growing in our faith together. And so that's why we're saying we're still doing youth group. It's just digital now. And uh, you listen to this podcast, talk about the questions. You can find it on Stitcher, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, except for Google, because Google is hard to get podcasts on, too. <laughs> and then uh, one last thing, too, that we believe God is teaching his people through the season is that home is your first church. You can't rely on your Sunday morning meetings with other believers to be the only thing that drives you in your faith anymore, because that's been taken away from us. Instead, you have to... To make the decision to turn on church on your computer you have to make the decision to read your bible on your own and to call up people and and take the initiative to grow in your faith and that's why it's been that way all along but now we don't have church on sunday mornings to make that happen so remember home is your first church even after we get to start meeting together again even once church goes back to normal someday in the future home is your first church and now it is time for the upper class shutdown update. Just so everyone is aware, this podcast is recorded a week in advance and things change every single day. So we have a really hard time judging what the world is going to be like by the time people listen to this. But that being said, we'll do our best to update with you with all the ongoings on for the upper class shutdown. Guys, I have some good news to bring you. Are you ready? Yep. <laughs> Oregon has officially released their plan to go into phase one of reopening. And it's going to happen very slow, and it's going to take a long time. But the reason why we're able to record the podcast in person from now on is that uh, Yamhill County was approved to go into phase one. And I, I let me just describe what that means for youth groups real quick. Under the they released like this little image that I'm looking at here. It says phase phase one changes for specific type of employers, and it talks about like child care, summer school, um, restaurants, you know, all the, all these different like things, and then local gatherings. Um, if we look here at the very bottom, they said that local gatherings is what churches are considered so like big adult church and if we look here phase one it says that we can now have up to 25 uh, people meet together no travel so that means you have to stay in your own town but local gatherings can have to, up to 25 people that might be confusing but here's the thing if you look up here under summer schools, summer camps, and other youth programs. We're a youth program, so we fit under open with physical distancing. Isn't that exciting, guys? Super. Yeah. I'll, I'll take it. Great. And uh, what that means, we're not going to start youth group up right away. We're not ready for that quite yet. Uh, there's still a lot of things that have to be done, but we're going to continue recording the podcast in person, so it's going to sound a lot better for all you listeners and uh, and we're also going to be doing a lot of projects here at the church building. There's a lot to be done. And if you are interested in coming and helping out, we're going to have a few people here at a time. Just whenever people are available, there's lots of painting. Uh, there's some tables to be finished. Uh, I mean, there's there's some staining to be done. Lots of things to make this uh, our youth center, our next generation center, 
seem more homey and, and just better in general. Uh, but we're going to take the advantage right now. We're going to take advantage of uh, this time where people can start hanging out together a little bit in small numbers and get these projects finished that we've been wanting to finish for like over a year now. I mean, how long ago did we start changing up the Next Generation Center? Yeah, about a year ago. Yeah, so, I mean, that's a long time coming. Hearing all of that, like, seemingly good news, how do you guys feel about opening back up? Do you guys feel like you're ready? Are you nervous? Do you, like, are you hoping that maybe you'll just stay home for a little while and sit it out and see what happens? Where are you guys at with all of this? I, um, I'm personally not nervous at all. I've been kind of out and about regardless. I mean, I haven't been like hanging out with, with people too much, but I'm not really too worried about anything. So, so you're just a brave man. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, I know. And, and that's different. That's the thing too. We have to realize it's different for everyone. And so you don't have anyone that lives in your home that's like at risk and you, are young and and so it's not a big deal for you to go to the grocery store right yes it's not a big deal for me so that's why i'm i'm happy this is opening up because there's there are people who you know like you can safely come help work on projects at the church building and it not be a big deal definitely abby how are you feeling what are you thinking i'm feeling good too i'm ready to go out and about again i'm not worried at all about it i've been um, around a couple people and yeah, it's just, it's not a concern of mine. I'm not too worried about it. I know. And that's where I'm at too, is it's just me and Megan at home. So I don't come into contact with my grandparents right now just to protect them in case I happen to be carrying it and I don't know it. All I'm saying is that, you know, there are people who we want, we want to still protect families and, and protect, uh, people who are at risk. And so we're asking, uh, students with family members who live in the home that could be very, very, you know, that could be killed by COVID. Um, please really consider before you go and decide that you want to help us uh, and, and really consider before you're exposed to other people because you never know how, you know, who's carrying and what could happen. But um, a lot of people are just ready to go out, ready for the economy to, you know, open back up, ready for to eat at restaurants, um, ready to come hang out with their friends at church and with social distancing, help get the building all ready to go. You know, that's kind of where I'm at too, is I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm ready to see you guys in person and actually talk to you, not over Zoom. <laughs> Zoom's driving me nuts. I don't know about you guys. Definitely. I hate Zoom. <laughs> yeah, same. It kind of sucks. But anyway... That's our that's our update and our first topic of discussion is that Oregon is going into phase one and Yamhill County has been officially approved to go into phase one of reopening. If you're curious about what that means, if you didn't understand it from our discussion just now, then, then do some research, look it up. Um, if you are a junior or a senior, even if you are a senior who just graduated, and you want to come help out in the church building. You want to come, you know, see people and, and uh, help us get this uh, some stuff painted and stained and whatnot. Then uh, I'll have a link on Instagram soon to actually we'll do it this way. Go ahead and DM the uh, Instagram account. That's Calvary Mac underscore upper class. 
and then I'll send you a permission slip if you're under 18 that just kind of has information about what we're going to be doing to continue to stay safe and uh, give permission from your parents for you guys to come and uh, partake in everything that we have going on. And so I can send that to you if you just go ahead and DM the Instagram. That way we can, you know, get those out to you. Anyway, we've been talking about Corona a lot. That in itself is some good news if you ask me. But Abby and Tristan both found some other good news stories. So why don't we start with Tristan? What did you find for us today? What I found is, um, according to BBC, a dog named Bear saved 100 lives in the Australian fires. That's all it gave me. (laughs) That's all it said. Wow. Yeah. I wish that I knew how that happened. Yeah, me too. That's such a huge cliffhanger. How do we just not know how the dog saved 100 lives in the bushfires? Maybe it, like, stood at a distance and people, like, wanted to go pet the dog, so they, like, pulled themselves out of the fire or something. Yeah. (laughs) I bet you he he ran back and forth to the people and then into the fire, and uh, they rode on his back one by one. And the (laughs) very last person comes out. He runs back in. A kid forgot their stuffed animal, and they're crying. And then uh, just as he runs back into the burning village, it explodes. That's the end of Bear Dog. <laughs> His name is Bear? I have yes. a cat named Bear. Uh-oh. Well. I think it was actually my cat. And he just they just said it was a dog's people. Like, dog's better. But cats don't save people. They save themselves. Well, that's what people think. That's exactly why they'd say it was a dog. Oh. So they have, they have an agenda against cats? They do. It's all part of world domination. It's Apple, Google, and dogs. I'm not even kidding. I just uh, looked up Bear the Dog to try to find some more information about him. And the article that I pulled up from BBC says that he saved 100 koalas. Is that what you said? I meant koalas. I thought you said... Did you say people? (laughs) I probably did. I meant koalas. I I was like, where is the koala part? And, like, I remember you saying something about koalas and, like, <laughs> Yes, my bad, everybody. It was koalas. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This whole time I thought it was people, but it's actually koalas. Okay. That's actually a lot more cool, though, because koalas are pretty rare. Koala- Wait, a hundred koalas? Yeah. Are... Are the co- they just drag him out? I don't. I, I don't know. It, it says that he he's been trained to like track them and detect them, and yeah, he just went and found sick and injured and starving koalas. He's oh. hundred of them, more than a hundred. Well, thanks Tristan for that uplifting news. If anyone wants to find out more about Bear the dog, make sure you Google search his name or whatever. We got this article off of BBC. And uh, he's a pretty cool little guy, saving those koalas. Abby, how about uh, your uplifting story? What would you find for us? Well, you see, there's a story from Good News Today uh, that fishermen in New York have been donating their catch of the day to people in need. So that's pretty cool. The catch of the day, you say? Yep. Wow, nice. Wow. Do I know a lot of people don't like fish, though. I mean, I like fish, but a lot of people don't. (laughs) That's a very good point. I mean, beggars can't be choosers, right? I guess so. But I I mean, I guess when you don't have anything else to give, you can just give a fish. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fish or teach them how to fish. You decide. Yes. 
matter. <laughs> is there a fisherman who doesn't like fish, like to eat? Oh, um, probably. Probably. What an ironic life, though. That would. Be. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like the process. They're like one of those process people who enjoy doing things and not the end product. Yeah. Process people, huh? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Process people. Are either of you guys process people? No. Nah. It depends if on I, the process. If I'm going to do something, I want to claim the rewards of it. I like some processes, like making tea. But then do you like drinking the tea after? Yeah. <laughs> Can't I like both? I guess you can be both. I That would mean I'm both because I love doing gardening, fishing, hunting, yeah. I, I like hiking, and that's kind of a process thing because, I mean, you walk to the end of a trail and then you just yeah. turn around. I have another question. Is there anyone who doesn't like fish sticks? Ooh. For me, not. it has to be the cheap kind that tastes a lot better than real fish. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like the, the cheap ones with, like, the bird as the mascot. I can't or remember the guy in the yellow trench coat. Yeah. Those are the best fish sticks. Other than yeah. that, I, I mean, they're, I, I'll eat fish sticks, but they're not my favorite. You know who I guarantee is not a processed person is whoever works at a fish stick plant. That must be disgusting. <laughs> that would, yeah, that would not be fun. Okay, well, what's better, fish sticks or fish fingers? What's the difference? I, I don't know. One of them. <laughs> okay, probably fish sticks because fish fingers sounds kind of... <laughs> More like a mutated a fish. It sounds like sounds a, little a fish fishy. who like swam in radioactive water its entire life. Would you like to eat some fish fingers? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Do fish have fingers? No, they don't have arms. Then that doesn't make any sense. Why are they called fish fingers? <laughs> kind of like Play-Doh that you form into something except it's fish meat that you form into the shape of a finger. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> that would just be weird. So gross. Hey, I mean, it's a thing. Fish fingers, fish strip. <gasps> yeah. One more thought on the shapes of fish meat that's been fried is <sighs> wouldn't fish nuggets just be gross? Because it's just ground up chicken, but it would be ground up fish. If you say, if you say like fish, but like with the different types, it just doesn't sound as appetizing. Yeah. <laughs> Like fish nuggets, that just doesn't sound right. Fish nuggets? Yeah, it sounds like fish eggs or something. Like I guess all that we can say to the fishermen who are giving away their catch is thank you. Thank you for doing that for, for those kind people. And hopefully they're not giving it out in the form of nuggets. <laughs> all right, that's enough uh, uplifting news for today. Let's go ahead and jump right into what would normally be the message. Uh, this week, though, we're doing things a little bit different. We are actually doing a Q&A, and if you missed it on our uh, Instagram, we just quickly threw up a story just, just asking, you know, ask us any question. And, you know, you could ask about your faith life. You can ask about the youth group. Um, ask about Jesus. Doesn't matter. Just ask those questions. Um, and so we've got a few in. We'll go ahead and start talking about them, and, and I'll keep checking as we go to see if more pop up. But the first question that we got was, what is our mission statement? And this is a fun question because actually when we started this youth group, we did like an entire month-long thing building and crafting our own uh, purpose and mission statement. So let me pull that up now. If you look Oh, oh, I forgot that none, no one else can see this, so I'll start over. <laughs> <laughs> we have two statements that we operate under as a ministry. The first one is our mission statement. The second one is our purpose statement. And here's the thing that we had to remember when we were 
thinking about these at the beginning of the youth group is that we are a ministry of Calvary Mac. And so we want to be aligned by them in the way that a lot of people and, and uh, Brian Carlson, our head pastor explains it like this a lot. The way a lot of people view ministry in different ministries is you have the whole church, which in our case is Calvary Mac. So imagine that being a gigantic fat arrow pointing in a certain direction. And then all the other little specific ministries within the big church, like women's ministry, men's ministry, youth groups, uh, young adult, all these different things are little tiny arrows within the big gigantic arrow. A lot of churches uh, don't find success in that all of their arrows are pointing in different directions. But you want all your arrows to be pointing in the same direction as the big arrow. And so that's why we decided that our mission statement is the same as Calvary Max mission statement, which is really simple. It's just live different. Everything that we do, uh, we want to boil it down to that one outcome. We want to live different from the world around us. We want to live different from our old selves. We want to live different from life without Christ. And uh, we know from Scripture that God's never-ending desire for His people from the very beginning when He selected His people. Remember we read about that when He chose uh, Abram from the desert to be the father of His people. God's desire for His people is to be set apart, or in other words, holy. Holy means set apart by definition. And that's why we know that that call still today from even in the New Testament, we're called to be set apart and different from the world around us. And that's why our mission statement is live different. But as a ministry, we have another thing called a purpose statement. And we created a purpose statement to help kind of dial in our vision even tighter to what we are as a ministry, as Calvary Mac upper class youth group. And this is what we, after working on it for at least a month uh, as a team and as a youth group, this is what we came up with is building young adults who are ready to move on to their next phase of life in pursuit of God. I'll say it again. Building young adults who are ready to move on to their next phase of life in pursuit of God. And the reason that we started this program of just juniors and seniors separate from all the other youth is that we wanted to change the uh, dropout rate of young adults. That is 70% of students who graduate high school and move out on their own leave the church and they stop attending church while they're in college. We wanted to be able to directly impact a certain age group of students and really, really prepare them and equip them to continue to be Jesus followers even after they are living on their own and, and, and their life is under their own control at that point. Not to mention that, but we also wanted to prepare them holistically by talking about things like budgeting, building your own personal mission statement for your life, tips for surviving young adulthood, all kinds of different stuff like that, but always focusing on building a self-sustaining faith that will help you guys be prepared for your next phase of life in pursuit of God. We definitely hear you repeat that a lot, you know, where the goal really is just to grab the hearts of people and young adults specifically. And I just, I just want to say that's exactly what we do here. 
is this we kind of remind each other why it's so important to pursue your faith. Yeah, that's great. Thank you, Tristan. I think that answers that question. What is our mission statement? Live different. And we also have a purpose statement. Building young adults who are ready to move on to their next phase of life in pursuit of God. Uh, Let's move on. We got another question here. Will sophomores be able to come to youth to upper class this summer? And the answer is yes. Uh, Wes and I, for those of you who don't know who Wes is, he's uh, the other youth pastor here at Calvary Mac. He does. Uh, he's kind of like the umbrella over all the youth. Um, me and him are talking about having an event um, sometime this summer that will be like a aging up sort of thing where the sophomores will be recognized as moving on from regular youth group to the upper class ministry. And so Wes and I are real excited about that. It's going to be fun. Might even be the first event that we have out of uh, coming out of quarantine. So that'll be cool. Uh, looking forward to those sophomores, you know, who have just finished school, you know, coming and being a part of the upper class ministry, you know. I'm excited to see some new faces. I think it's good, too. Um, I remember my first year going on like the bike trip and joining youth group, I was, it was the summer going into sixth grade. And so that was, I was still pretty young, but that's always been a rule in Calvary for as long as I can remember. And like that year on the bike trip was my most favorite year. And so I think the earlier you can get in, the better. Yeah. And then uh, that also goes for seniors who just graduated high school you can hang out with us at upperclassmen all summer long until uh, fall. And then at that point, uh, y- you need to fly the coop. We've done everything that we can, <laughs> and you're on your own. But <laughs> in a way, I'm just joking. We're not going to leave you hanging. But as soon as you turn 18 years old, we really encourage you to start hanging out at Rethink a little bit, at least kind of dip your toes and get used to it because that summer after you graduate high school, you're going into Rethink. Uh, as soon as fall comes around, you're out of youth group and you're into Rethink Young Adult Ministry if you're staying in town. And if you're not staying in town, we want to make sure that you're hooked up with a uh, a young adult group wherever it is that you're moving to, wherever you're going to college or working. It doesn't matter. We want to help you with that transition. And so one thing about ministry is that it's all about transitions. It's all about getting people from one phase to the next and uh, that's so that's a it's an important time of year for us summertime when we get those sophomores coming in and those seniors heading out and even though it's kind of weird this year because of corona we're still we're staying on top of it and we're going to make sure that we're able to recognize our uh, graduating seniors we're going to do a big like moving on to young adulthood ceremony where we'll be giving the seniors Bibles and they'll share their mission statements and, and their plan for their life. And we'll, we'll have a chance to send them off and uh, pray for them. And it's going to be a really cool thing. And we'll give you more updates on when we are able to nail a date down for that uh, event as well. But we're looking forward to it. And you guys can look forward to your ceremony when you graduate high school. You looking forward to that? Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Because you, you guys are both... Uh, going into senior year now you guys are the kings now kings of the campus that's right great i think that answers that question yes sophomores will be able to come this summer we'll give you the official announcement as to when you sophomores can start coming to the upper class ministry and when that aging up event is going to happen next question what topics 
does Calvary Mac Upper Class cover during youth group? Tristan and Abby, why don't you help us out? Just, you know, you can name some of the ones that you remember that we've talked about and the ones we planned on talking about. Well, there's... Um, oh, go ahead, Abby. Sorry. There's all kinds of topics. There's so many, like budgeting and making your own mission statements. And there's topics that we haven't even touched on that are probably going to be more better than that. Just so much fun. And I'm really excited. Yeah, we, we also cover topics like how to maintain your faith, how to like live with the spiritual disciplines, just stuff like that. Yeah, and uh, we kind of, when we talked about our mission statement, we kind of covered some of the things that we talk about as well. You know, uh, we just want to holistically prepare our juniors and seniors for the next phase of life when they go to college, when they go to work, when they live on their own, they're no longer in high school. And so we cover basically everything that has to do with living on your own and and being a young adult Christian, being a young adult Jesus follower, because we feel like that's what the uh, uh, church has not necessarily done too well historically. And uh, we, we believe, though, that it can be done, and I'm excited to see the fruit of this ministry and the fruit of, of all these people being involved in it. I think it'll be great. But yeah, we talk about everything that has to do with being a Christian young adult, and we help you be ready for that step into oblivion. That's right. The next question we have, uh, Tristan and Abby, you guys can answer this one. What does the usual youth group night look like? Usually um, we kind of come to youth group, we hang out for a little bit, and then we do a little bit of worship. Then our wonderful Bryant Ashton gives a message. And we usually go back to like the topic scene. We usually spend like a month or something on a specific topic. And that's kind of what he teaches on that night. And then after that, we kind of go into small groups and discuss a little bit more. Sometimes we have activities we do. And that's kind of what our usual youth group night looks like. Do you have anything to add, Abby? Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. And uh, we play lots of games. And we have like free time in the beginning uh, that we can pretty much do whatever you want and yeah then we have worship and then we do a message what's your guys's favorite part of the night probably the virtual reality i'm just joking um, oh my gosh we do have that though <laughs> i really like brian's messages because he's very approachable during his messages so if we have questions or anything he always is able to answer them and he talks very specifically about the stuff in his message. Sweet. I'm glad to hear it. Thanks, Tristan. Abby, is your favorite part my messages too? I mean, you don't have to answer. I already know that it is. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, the message. I like the... <laughs> I was no, gonna... I know. I, <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, the message is good. And I like the worship too. It's always good. Tristan, good job. Yeah. Well, gee, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And, um, you know, I like the, free, I like all aspects because like the message is always really good because it touches on topics that are really suitable for our age group. And then we've got awesome worship and then we've got really fun free time. So like, it's just a bundle of 
happiness and goodness and fun. And you don't want to miss it. So if you if you are a junior or senior and you've never been to Upper Class, you need to come as soon as we open back up. Keep watching Insta, keep listening to the pod, and we'll keep you updated on when you can come join us but it's something you don't want to miss our focus this year is to actually we want more people to come hang out with us we want uh, our influence to spread at mac high specifically and so we've been praying for you we've been praying that you would come and uh, if you've been invited before and you've never come you got to do it you are gonna love it um and jesus is moving and god is moving and uh i've just seen so much growth in everyone who takes part and i'm so excited for everyone who comes uh you guys are my favorite people and so you know my favorite part of the night honestly most nights is the hangout time before because i get to like play hacky sack with you guys and hang out and talk to you all and get to know how you're doing so that's pretty great yeah that part is pretty fun because before the message and stuff, you're basically part of the youth group there hanging out with us. That's true. Yeah. I'm, I'm He's pre- just like a big kid. <laughs> I'm pretty good about blending the lines, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. That's good. All right. Um, so now you know what a usual youth group night looks like, and you can know for sure what it looks like by coming. So why don't you come hang out with us? We got another question. Will masks be required when youth group starts back up my answer to that question is maybe if we started up like this sunday then yes they would be required but because we're not beginning youth group right away we're kind of doing a soft start with inviting people to come help work on stuff at the church you know and only a few people are going to be here at a time we're doing a lot of cleanliness we're cleaning every surface that everyone touches we're making sure that we keep a physical distance from each other masks aren't going to be required right away we won't know for sure until we see a timeline on how oregon handles phase one and how everything happens there on whether or not, you know, people will have to wear masks when youth group starts up, uh, probably late summer. So we'll keep you guys updated on that. We should have an event where we decorate our face masks. <laughs> That'd be great. Have it, yeah. We should. Face mask decorating event. Actually, Wes was talking about doing this with old bike trip t-shirts is having students like make their own masks and then yeah decorate them could be a part we just have to be careful what we use to decorate it so people aren't like breathing sharpie fumes or something and getting high or whatever <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> yeah e- either way uh will mask be required who knows we'll see where should i start if i want this is a uh like a faith related question is where should i start if i want to begin reading my bible my suggestion that I always give, and I will never stop giving this suggestion because I fully believe it, is to read the book of Luke and then read the book of Acts back to back. Just read those two to start, and then you'll fall in love with Jesus and the Holy Spirit, and you'll want to read the entire thing. Uh, but, I mean, everyone gives different advice on this. Tristan and Abby, what are your guys' thoughts? Where, If someone asked you this question... Where should I start if I want to begin reading my Bible? What would you tell them? I like to start in John because not too long and it's worded really simply. So it's pretty easy to understand. But honestly, any of the Gospels is where I would start because that's really what the Bible is all about. That's right. Typically, I would just start with Matthew, the first book of the New Testament, and maybe uh, go back like back and forth between the New and the Old just to make sure you don't get confused with the Old Testament because it's pretty wordy stuff. But 
but also um, you get a good storyline from the New Testament. Good, yeah. And then you don't need to worry about starting like, I'm going to read the entire Old Testament, you know, like right off the bat. Because when you learn about who Jesus is first, and then you go read the Old Testament, it's so much more alive and you see Jesus in it, and it's so much more exciting and encouraging, and you understand it better. And so I think that's why we all agreed, you know, start start learning about the Gospels, Jesus first, and then, you know, move on to other things, because that's the most important part. Jesus says that he is the only way to the Father, and uh, we believe that. We believe in Jesus' word and what he did for us, and so... If you want to start reading your Bible and you haven't, uh, or maybe you're just out of it for a long time and you want to get back into it, start in the Gospels. We have another question here, and I really, I like this question a lot, is how can I stay motivated in my walk with Christ right now? And we have to think about what's going on right now. We are all separated from each other, and we don't have church on Sunday mornings. We don't have youth group, regular youth group with people talking to us and helping us through our problems. And without that, it can become hard to keep the motivation in your walk with Christ. That means doing the spiritual disciplines, uh, living right, pray, being a prayerful person, and, you know, uh, the thing you have to remember when you're talking about this is, well, why why does being isolated from people affect our walk with Christ? And we have to remember this. God is all-powerful, all-knowing, all-present. He is God. And he could do anything. He He does so many things. that he, he could do anything at all, but he chooses to work through people. He chooses to work through our prayers. He chooses to work through our words. And he uses us when we submit ourselves to him and he loves to work through us and and we love when he works through us right and uh so we have to remember that the reason why it can be harder when we're separated from each other to be ministered to by god is because a lot of time god chooses to work through people so you'll be at church and someone will say hey god gave me a word for for you and then uh, God will encourage you through their words. Or God will give a message to whoever's speaking, delivering the Sunday morning message. And uh, God will speak to you through that. And you walk away challenged. In conversations you have with other believers, God will work through that. God chooses to work through people. Actually, this last Sunday's message was a lot about that. When Brian, uh, Pastor Brian, was talking about us being a conduit, a pipe that God flows through. And that's just so true and it applies to this a lot. It can be hard to stay motivated in your walk with Christ right now because God a lot of times works through people. And so we're missing that aspect. God still works directly to us, obviously. It just becomes harder for us to have the motivation to keep seeking after him because we're not perfect. We're flawed We're flawed beings and, and uh, God chose to give us a support network of the body of believers to keep each other supported. So my answer to this question, one of the ways you can stay motivated in your walk with Christ right now is by not letting yourself get isolated. Don't be alone in this. If you have been listening to this podcast every week and you've never actually called someone up, even if you don't listen on Sunday night, you can listen to this podcast at a random time in the week. If you are someone who's been listening to this and not talking about the questions at the end with someone, then you need to uh, reach out. You need to not let yourself be isolated. Don't be alone. Stay connected. Stay stay challenged. Talk with people. And uh, God chooses to move through people. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on all of that? Yeah, I definitely agree with everything you said. You know, just don't be isolated, you know, because there's plenty of ways to stay connected. One thing I would say is 
if you're struggling to stay motivated, just pray for motivation. And I know a lot of people are like, prayer is hard, but I think prayer can be as simple as just when you're lying in your bed before you go to sleep, you just close your eyes and say a prayer, you know, just say, Lord, give me motivation. You know, that's really what I think is a great way to actually get what you want is just coming before Christ and asking him. Yeah. That- yeah, I think that's totally a, a good way to say it. Um, I also think that it's so, so, so important, like Brian was saying, to stay connected with uh, people who are in the faith as well. Um like do a little Bible study with your friends or something um, because there's so many, even though we're disconnected on like the physical aspect, we're super connected through like our, um, our phones and stuff and like FaceTime or Zoom like this. this is like there's so many options for us to stay connected to each other. And so there's still, even though we're disconnected, there's really no reason to not be connected with people at the same time. Yeah, I like that. Uh, there's no no excuse, right? <laughs> Got to stay connected. Got Don't let yourself be isolated because that's just going to make it way harder. And then going back to, to what Tristan said, you know, praying for motivation. The same is true with faith. You know, you, you pray and you ask God for faith, then he's going to give you faith. And that in different parts of my life, uh, when I especially when I was younger and I was having trouble uh, with faith, which is normal. Doubting is always normal. God's bigger than our doubts, and we hope that you guys feel comfortable to ask tough questions uh, when you're here, especially that's what Rethink is built all around is our young adult ministry, just providing a place for people to ask hard questions. But when I was younger, I would always pray for faith. Pray, pray, just say, God, I need faith. God, give me faith. And uh, he always answered those prayers for me, and so I hope that that rings true for anyone who's listening to this and it crosses over pray for motivation in your in your walk with Christ through this time and uh it looks it looks like from right now it's looking up and we may be able to be together again soon and uh, I'm looking forward to it but do not neglect to go through the questions at the end with someone after this because if you do you're robbing yourself of that connection and of that encouragement that's our last question it looks like I just checked the Instagram and I don't see any more on there so um, we'll go ahead and get into our questions for you guys to answer now you can find these questions on the Calvary Mac upper class Instagram go ahead and head there now and you can see them but but we'll read them off for you now and here they are how do you feel about getting back to regular life have you been staying connected during this time Have you been motivated to stay serious about your relationship with God? What is one person that you think would love the upper-class youth group who's a junior or a senior? Do you need prayer for anything going on in your life? Go ahead and pray for each other now for those things. You can find these questions on the upper-class blog and on Instagram. Also, we wanted you guys to uh, join our Remind app. So this is how you stay updated with the news updates that we text out you can text at mac upper to 81010 in order to be uh, added to that little uh, sort of like a group chat but totally different so not like a group chat at all just news updates that we'll we'll send to you get your number in our database uh now it's time for final thoughts tristan do you have any final thoughts just i'm really excited to hopefully get back to doing stuff and I hope you all are too. Abby, do you have any closing thoughts? Yes. I would just 
like to say I'm super excited to come back and see you all again. I missed you guys, even the listeners that I don't know. I missed you in a sense because I didn't see anybody. And I would just say if you're still not comfortable with going out and about, I would just give you the advice of still staying connected as much as possible. That's great. Thank you, Abby. All right. That'll do it for today's episode, episode nine of the Upper Class Podcast. Thank you so much for joining. We hope to see you next week. And until then, toodaloo. Bye, everybody. Bye. That's right. Good job, guys. All right. Thanks. Thank you, guys. Yep. Yeah, man. like lo-fi yeah Yeah. (laughs) i love it (laughs) hit a new one i haven't had a chance to listen to it yet maybe i'll add that to next week's episode that'll be good yeah maybe i'll use it for rethink instead because the one that i made for rethink is really cheesy but i just kind of (laughs) (laughs) who's that in the background i hear something Oh, do you guys hear that? Yeah. Yeah. What is that? You know where it's coming from. <laughs> it's like the severe weather warning. It sounded like it. And it just stopped. That's really, really creepy. Maybe there's a tornado. I'm alone in here, and nothing is turned on to be making noise. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> That's interesting.